This is the House of Pop Culture. I am Anthony Donovan. Derwood Murray. Amy Meredith. And Joe Reese. And for the next hour or so, we'll be chopping it up about all things pop culture. And we are welcoming a very special guest with us this week. Yay! So special. Great friend of the show, very talented artist, photographer, model, and cosplayer. Caddy O'Keefe is with us tonight. Celebrity status. Yes, and and we are thrilled to have her here because we're going to be talking about a subject near and dear to her heart and something that we all get into and is a a big thing in the world of pop culture. Which basket weaving, macrame. I don't think we've ever discussed on this show before, so those two are out. Yeah, (laughs) cosplay. Yay! Now, uh, cosplay for those unaware are when someone chooses to dress like a character from a popular uh, comic book, TV, film, it really kind of goes on and on. Anything in pop culture, really. Anything you can think of. Even outside pop culture. What I love is that you've got extremely creative people, like this young lady right here, who take it and remix it in these, these awesome ways. And you know, and you've gotten quite a bit of attention for that, and you even became a meme at one point, which we're going to be yeah. talking about, and I love that. So, um, I, I guess we'll 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 start with Caddy. How did you get into this? Uh, oh wow, uh, that was like a weird transition. I originally wanted to do makeup, like mm-hmm. FX makeups and prosthetics. Um, I was kind of shadowing a guy. His model didn't show up. And I was like, hey, this is the same size. I'll, I'll do it. And he's like, oh my God, you're great at this. So I started modeling. And then from there, it was kind of, um, well, obviously Rocky. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. That's <clears throat> was the probably... Rocky Horror Picture Show for those uh, unawares. You do have to say that because I have said to <laughs> like fair. coworkers, like, oh, I'm going to Rocky tonight. And they... They honestly, their minds go to say hi to Sly Stallone yeah. for if me. There's, yeah. if there's a Rocky Sylvester Stallone cosplay group out there, holla at your boy. <laughs> <laughs> I want to come to that meeting. But um, you won't be wearing pants. You know, I went from Rocky mm-hmm. doing kind of like fetish modeling and that kind of stuff, and then I slowly got into the rockabilly scene, and then I did pen up for a while, and I've always had costumes throughout all of this, mm-hmm. and then it just was like it kind of clicked and I was like oh this is just kind of what I want to do it's a natural progression yeah yeah and it helps you're a nerd so yeah for sure well, yeah <laughs> absolutely um getting ready for uh, our show this week mm-hmm. I of course did my research and mm-hmm. came up with our fun facts I love fun Somebody facts has to and as we know by fun facts, what I mean is I had fun looking these up mm-hmm. <laughs> because we're not 100% sure sometimes because I do get it from the internet and you can't trust everything on the internet, right? Folks. And Only also 95% we, of what's on the internet. We need these facts because as pop culture commentators, we are required many times to talk out our ass. That, that's so we need too. some I kind of... All the time. We need some kind of factual information. So for those of you that don't know, cosplay, of course, is the shortening of costume play. The two words together. That's genius. Oh, that makes so much sense now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, okay. I don't know what we're going to say. I've, I read this on several different ones. So it was coined in Japan in 1984. Oh. It was inspired by and grew out of the practice, then known as costuming at science fiction conventions, um, beginning with the first world science fiction convention. Uh, I said conviction, but I meant convention in New York. I don't think our dystopian future has gotten to science convictions yet. Who who can guess the year for the first science fiction? I can't even talk today. Science Science fiction. You know, the chemicals you need. Get all your fixins. Science fiction convention. The year. Are you drunk? A little. Okay. Uh, It had to be probably. 1932. 
Close. Yeah, I was going to say 30s or maybe 20s. Really? Well, I guess, yeah, because War of the Worlds with um, uh, Orson Welles was... 30s. And yeah. I was well, trying to make a joke. Uh, 1825. 1939. Gosh. $1, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> you win. The $1 always wins. Mm-hmm. 1939. That kind of surprised me that there was, you know... A science fiction convention in 1939. I did it that time. <laughs> well done. I'm wondering what they were dressing up as then. Uh, Jules Verne's type stuff. Um, Frankenstein. Those no. are all. That's all sci-fi. Terrifying well, thing. Terrifying yeah. thing. Yeah. Well, yeah. Not 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 the nice comfy sci-fi we have a lot. I mean, there's still terrifying sci-fi well, out there. When but, I was yeah. doing my research, really and truly, this kind of played off masquerade balls. That's kind of where it. Why don't those come back? Oh. Well, there's, there's, there there's are a, masquerade uh, balls. They just no, I don't mean ball. kinky sex parties. I no, mean, there's the, uh, every year. Hey. In, there's I mean, the a masquerade, masquerade ball. Is a masquerade ball. I'm not hating, ball. but I, you know, there's a lavender masquerade, masquerade, ball. masquerade ball every year ball. up in LA. That's true. Yeah. There is. You wear a mask when you're I've never been. Don't wear that. I'm just saying. So balls, you know. If you want a masquerade ball, there's a masquerade ball out there. But that is, that was the natural progression, though, was from masquerade balls into dressing up as like popular characters balls. at the time. Stop saying balls. Now, and and and, and this is one thing I, I do want to ask Chatty about is that balls. the cosplay community runs deep. Yeah. Like there is there is it is vast. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I've noticed is that like most things that have a fandom, you have the good, you have the bad, and you have the people that for some reason just kind of believe they own certain aspects of that fandom and you know, as someone who puts yourself out there, I, I can, you know, I love to watch you deal with a non-hate. That's actually one of my favorite things because you're just so chill about it and these people are losing their fucking minds. Yep. I I love dealing with the non-hate. Like, if you send me a dick pic, you get tub girl. Like, like you open a can of worms where it's it's Goatsy City up in here. You want some lemon party? Tough oh shit, you got lemon party, you know? Blue waffle? So, Yes, Blue oh, Waffle. Yeah. God, Absolutely. don't Google any of these listeners. Yeah. Please, Google all <laughs> of these yes, things. Yes, Google everything. I don't want to know Life's an education. Things. Well, and, and what would what would you say was the first cosplay that you did that kind of put you on the map out there? Oh, geez. Um, I guess Scarlet Witch, probably. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Probably about 2012, because I happened to be at a... Sm- the con was small at the time, mm-hmm. and I ran into Seth Green on the floor and, like, took pictures Did you step with on him? him? He's very little. Um, He was, like, straight up boob level. Like, <laughs> he was probably so happy. I'm sure. He was, he was yeah. thrilled. Yeah, what a way to go. Um, So it's, like, after that, it was, like, oh, okay, a little bit of notice. But it, it's a very gradual thing, you mm-hmm. know? Like, it... Sometimes it happens all at once if you get lucky. Other times it's like you got to work up to it. And I just don't really care about any of that stuff anymore. No, I so know, like, I know. But it, and I just, I just think yeah. it's cool because you know every year at Comic Con when they show the photos of like the cosplayers, I know or am connected to at least half of the people in the photos. And yeah, it's, yeah. It's always nice to be like, oh yeah, there's so and so, there's so and so. But one of the ones yeah, I do want to so talk about so. is uh, one of the uh, well, I guess we'll call it controversial okay. ones that you did was your Slave Leia cosplay. Wait. That fucking awesome. That that caused a lot of waves and it, mm-hmm. it, it turned into, tell the story of that because I love this. Are we talking about the one with or without the beard? <laughs> Before the beard. Before the beard. Okay. That one's epic made it even also. better. The beard is my favorite. That I one, yeah. love that. Um, I actually didn't do fucking anything in this scenario. <laughs> like, I, That's the way it usually I would happens. love to take credit for it, but it was basically, I went to a convention wearing my slave Leia. I took a selfie. I posted it wherever. Mm-hmm. And somebody made it into a meme that was... Um, 
when you're trying to be Slave Leia and you look like Jabba or, or some shit like that. And I was just like, oh, well, that's kind of a weird waste of your time, but okay. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I thought it was hilarious. I printed it out. I had it posted on my wall by my computer. <laughs> like I was cracking up. And then one of my other cosplay friends made it into another meme saying when you fucking nail it. And Which it you just, did, by the way. We'll be posting well, pictures you. on the blog. <laughs> and it, it just, on his page, just blew up. And it was just like, I had to turn my phone notifications off just because <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't handle it. It was mm -hmm. a course of like, maybe like two weeks that this photo was just blowing up and it was just constant. It, I still get comments on it. Like I get notifications and I'm like, what the fuck, guys? Well, <laughs> you know, because I, I, I mean, I, we've been friends for years and I follow a lot of your stuff really closely and I mean, there were just straight up flame wars, just thousands of comments of people going at it. Oh, yeah. Over, like, I mean, and just first of all, can we even start with the fucking misogyny and the body shaming mm. and the people are just gross yeah. and they're determined to be gross because that's the only thing they're good for. And then you've got this whole other, you know, group of people. Like, I, I have seen girls say that you inspired them and gave them the strength to and, and the confidence to get out there and do it. Mm -hmm. That's got to feel good. Oh, yeah. No, that feels amazing. Uh, every once in a while, I just get this, like, really long message about, like, I cosplayed for the first time because I saw that you were doing it and I thought, why can't I? And just, like, I've given my co old costumes to girls that have, like, messaged me, like, I don't know where to start with cosplay. I'm this big. And I'm like, hey, you can have this one. I don't That's want awesome. it anymore. That's cool. You know? You're amazing. It, well, I mean, getting them started and just getting them comfortable, mm -hmm. especially it's like if they see me wearing it and they're like, oh, it looks good on her, so it's going to look good on me. Mm -hmm. You know, that's cool. And plus, it's like, it's either that or I'm going to thrift store it. And I'd rather it go to somebody that cares about it. Yeah. So, Well, and cosplay is expensive, too. It can yeah. be. Yeah, it definitely yeah. can be. Yeah. Well, I, I, I like breaking it down for people uh, when I do a cosplay, especially if I do it on the cheap. It's like, hey, you can still cosplay and just shop on Amazon, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. If, if I may, and Amy, I hope I'm not stepping on your toes here, but no, no, what you've just said has brought up a couple of questions for me. Uh, number one, um, are, because I think uh, when we talk about flame wars and, and the, the controversy uh, that you were involved in, it seems as though there are some people who seem to think that uh, cosplay should have certain rules. Are there any rules to cosplay? In your opinion, are there things that should, should not be done, yada, 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 depending on who you are and things like that? Um, I personally believe that cosplay is first and foremost fun. And Amen. I do have opinions, but fuck my opinions. <laughs> like, they're not relevant. I, you shouldn't worry about what I'm thinking when you're cosplaying. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, there's times where I look at an image and I'm like, oh, girl, what, what, are you, what you doing? You know? <laughs> Get but, your life. <laughs> but, you know, it's like, that girl might have had a blast at that convention yep. dressed up yeah. like that. So who am I to fucking say, well, you know, what you shouldn't shouldn't look like in your cosplay? Yeah, I think probably the only rule I could think of that would be is like, uh, it's a of a costume of a character. Who cares what the character is and what relevance it is? It's like it could be some obscure mm -hmm. person in the background of some 18th century historic photo. You're like, I'm cosplaying that dude. I guarantee you somebody has. And yep. you know what? It's like, all right, do you, whatever. Pretty much. Next question. In your opinion, and I'm not asking you to speak for everyone uh, that does cosplay, but speak in your for personal everyone. opinion, <laughs> how important is screen slash page accuracy? That's 
That's a hard one because if you're doing a competition, like if you're going to go up on stage and present your work and compete against other people, you do need to be on point. Like that's important. But you don't necessarily have to be screen accurate because it's like you could be doing um, your own rendition of something and it could still be fucking amazing. Um, So because some people are on a budget, it's very, very hard to uh, be screen accurate. That's very expensive. So like, I think if you're gonna be a snob about it, that's, you know, you gotta play with the team. It takes takes the fun out of it. And especially because when you think about it, I mean, so much stuff from like comics, so many characters, comics like, which fucking version of Jean Grey are you going as? How many different (laughs) costumes has she worn over 50 fucking years? Vomka. As as someone who is not (laughs) Not that, not, not, not the, Last stand. <laughs> as, as someone who's not entrenched in the cosplay community, I'm actually curious. This has brought up the question of: Is there classism within cosplay? Are there people who will see people who possibly can't afford to be a screen accurate or uh, things like that? Are are there divisions like that within cosplay? Um, I mean, I imagine there are, um, but you know, the minute I see that kind of attitude from anybody, they are completely off my radar. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm sure they exist. I just don't know them, you know. Well, because there there is a World Cosplay Summit that happens every year that is a huge competition. And I looked their rules up. And I know I'm going to get a lot of side eye for this. When I was looking at the rules and the descriptions and the criteria, all I could think was, wow, I remember this from my pageant days. Because that's exactly Side eye. But no, it's exactly what it was. Because it was like. what a side eye sounds like. No, because there's accuracy, there's craftsmanship, there's presentation. I actually agree with her. Yeah. I'm someone who has done pinup pageants, and it is very pageanty in in a lot of ways. I'm I'm sure it is. My side eye is just for the fact that pageants exist. I want to be a cosplay stage father. <laughs> Work it, honey. All right, Lily Work Rosie. <laughs> Although your kid also, one of your kids was a a, a meme at uh, Comic Con when she was little. Oh yeah, um, oh yeah, because one year it was um, right after Hannibal had come out, and the um, TV show, not the original, not the movie, <laughs> um, or the guy that went through the mountains in Carthage. But um, huh? but yeah. History reference. Go back to it. Or the guy from the A team. Oh, yeah. the actual Hannibal. All right, yeah. or the comedian Hannibal. Okay, yes. we have really gotten Anyways, to the point here, guys. So, um, and we were there, and uh, Lily was maybe she wasn't even a year old. She yep. was she was she was uh, about six months old, and so was, she was young enough that she slept through most stuff. We'd go into panels, and so we had dressed her in all these geeky stuff. Like um, we made like this little Batman. T- we. My wife made this uh, <laughs> like Batman tutu and stuff like that. And but when we were in that panel, we created a onesie for her, um, and wrote on it "Veal" <laughs> to bring it into the into the Hannibal panel. <laughs> and so we had that, and then people were cosplaying. And there was um, uh, I think a sixteen-year-old girl or something was um, these. Uh, Probably 15, 16 year old girls were dressed as um, Hannibal and Will. And first of all, they were amazing. And they're like, oh my God, can we get a picture with her? You know, because it's like, it, so the guy, the, the, the girl dressed as Hannibal is like, had a picture of this baby that wrote Veal on it. <laughs> and um, Brian, so, like, Brian Fuller, like, she was liked Veal, it baby. or something. That made me very happy. You were the, you were the first cosplay stage father. That we know of. Oh no, no, not even close. <laughs> I've I've seen at Comic Con 
the, some of the cutest things are seeing the kids run around just being cute. <laughs> and hope and the, the ones that you're like, oh, your parents not forcing you to wear that. Yeah. Well, one of the, one of the things that uh, that I love that you did was your mashup of Leia and and uh, uh, Dragos or oh, Drago? Yeah. Drago. How did that happen? And you've got to tell me the story <laughs> of the picture of Jason with Jason Momoa. Oh, but that, that was. <laughs> but here, I want to know how you oh. put the two together. Like, how did I, like? Like, how did you say, you know what, these two characters, this is going to come together now? Because that fascinates me. I don't know, to be honest. Like, I actually really hate mashups. I'm not into them. Uh-huh. Yeah, in o- general or just in cosplay? In cosplay. Okay. Um, I mean, yeah, I guess. Um, <laughs> Personal preference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. It just wasn't really anything I wanted to do. And then I just, the thought popped in my head. Oh, sorry, I'm not close to the mic. Um, <laughs> the thought popped up into my head, and I was just like, let's try it on and see how it looks. And then I was like, oh, my God, this is ridiculous, and I have to do it now. Like, there's just there's it no was Yeah, it was just so beautifully you. And I <laughs> just it, The best, best part is when somebody would run up from behind me wanting my photo and then turning around and the look on their face, the, the gasp, the uh, uh, uh. Some people would be like, never mind, and walk away. A word. <laughs> Other guys were like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm into it. I'm into it. I don't care. You're like, can I yeah. pro- propose right now? You know, you can, you can, share, you can share beard oil. It, it, would, it would be oh, a good match. Yeah. But what, what did Momoa think of it when he saw it? Oh, what a moment. Uh, <laughs> one of the best con- convention moments ever. Um so I'm in line and I'm just kind of waiting. There's other, you know, Aquamans and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and they all looked rad. And I got up there and I like walk up to him and like he tries not to laugh. <laughs> and then I was like, I got to keep straight face. I have braces. I'm going to look ridiculous if I smile. <laughs> and he's like standing there and he's like. <laughs> <laughs> and then he just like bust up laughing and then I bust up laughing and it's the doofiest fucking photo. <laughs> And I was just like, oh my god, I'm. Because when you think of him, you think of him as goofy. <laughs> yeah, that's the that's the word that comes to mind. If we could sidetrack just for a second, yeah, I get the feeling that Jason Momoa smells like fine tropical oils. Does he? More like a pine forest. You know what? Think more earthy. You know what? It's okay. I don't care if he smells like Rick James's corpse. I'm still getting on that. <laughs> No, like the like. I'm not gonna lie. I very subtly smelled him. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of have uh, to. Yeah. You kind of have to. I, I. And he's probably thinking, you know what? That one chick, she subtly smelled me. Not like right. flat out, just go right. like. <laughs> it's what you do because it would be indecent to just stroke his hair. Yeah. No, like. <laughs> I want to be polite. Well, yes, of course, of course. I would. You're going to touch. You have no, to ask Amy, permission. of course you would. And he would let me do it, too. That's yeah. the thing, because I get away with you stuff like that. He's such a, a big chill dude. Handful. Yeah. Like, he seems he, like it. Come here. I, yeah, I need he's, to touch he your He seems hair. Like, your, like your sister's hot brother who surves and has the good weed. Yeah, and is totally absolutely. chill and let you hang out and drink when you're 17. and Probably has a 12-inch wang. <laughs> we can only hope. The morning of the con, he was just hanging out with his own, like, pint of beer like just <laughs> roaming it. the convention drinking i don't know where he got him. this beer i yeah, right? i think he probably just brought it it's just yeah. momoa i think somebody had it for him well yeah, yeah. yeah. i would love to but see the person try to take it away from him 
<laughs> no, the person that goes to take away from it's like, and would you like another? Well, <laughs> I see and, that bottle is empty, sir. And see, see, here's the thing. As someone who frequents the con circuits, I see you uh, head into a lot of them. Um... It doesn't seem like uh, Comic Con is real high on your list. <laughs> share your feelings. This is a this is a safe space. Oh. Share, you're a professional. Share your feelings. I know it's it's a uh, love hate relationship. It's yeah. obviously you know one of the biggest conventions I've ever been to, mm-hmm. ever existed, whatever. It's my hometown. It's one of the first cons I've gone to. But over the years, I've just seen it change in a way that's just no longer appealing to me. Mm-hmm. Every, you know, there's a ton of people that go and have a great experience every year, and it's for them. It's mm-hmm. just not for me anymore. Um, I feel like a lot of the focus has been very commercialized. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of, like, it's hard to just go through the hall and buy things. It's like marketing con. the WB booth is so big, and they're doing a signing, and there's a line mm-hmm. wrapped around these three other booths, and you can't stop to look at things because there's movie stars right there, and you got to keep moving, keep moving, keep moving. No photos. Keep moving. You have to wow. stay in aisle like 900 and under yeah. if you want to and even then, think about moving. You know, it's then. cosplay-wise, it's actually kind of hard because there's so many people. Mm-hmm. Um, when my friend Stephanie dresses up because she's so amazing and she always has this big costume, it's like if we're going to go have lunch, it's like, okay, well, we need to plan to have lunch in an hour because that's how long it's going to take us to get from here to the door. Jesus. Like, wow. it's five feet. Can I have your picture? Five feet. Can I have your picture? Over mm-hmm. and over again. So it's like you really have to plan out your day and make sure you're prepared. And so it's like a lot of work just finding parking down there and so a lot of the things that were good about it are just not as exciting to me because of how much work goes into just being right and it it seems like the hassle now outweighs the reward yes um so what what are the cons that you really enjoy i love long beach comic-con and expo Mm -hmm. that just Um, recently happened there's there's two of them so expo um and comic-con uh, one happens in September, one happens in February. Okay. Um, but it's great. It's kind of what Comic-Con was like 10 years ago. I've heard it described that way many yeah, times. There's yeah, there's a very good cosplay scene. Um, there's a lot of stuff really nearby. So it's like if you want to go eat or whatever, you mm-hmm. don't have to walk six blocks up the street in the heat in downtown. You know, like mm-hmm. it's it's a different flow. Um I've been going to a lot of small cons recently. Mm -hmm. I've been trying to support the local stuff because, uh, you know, they're not going to get up and going without our help. Right. Um, Especially with the monster that is San Diego Comic-Con. Yeah, yeah. And so it's like I've been trying to do more small conventions um, just because they're so laid back and chill. There's no, like, expectation, and you can just leave when you want to. No big deal. So I'm... They're all pretty good. It's just I would recommend Long Beach Comic Con for first timers. Now I have a lot of friends who like WonderCon a lot. WonderCon's great. It's basically Comic Con miniaturized. So it's like if you want that Comic Con experience without like the downtown hustle and bustle, mm-hmm. oh. it's a good way to go because it's it's a very middle ground. It's not as busy. It's still pretty busy, but yeah, I think it, it, I haven't been, but I I remember when it went down to Anaheim. Mm-hmm few years ago and it started picking up I think I think my only real complaint there would be uh, parking just because there's a very small parking structure there and you can't park in any of the Disney lots which Mm -hmm. is the only parking in that area right Um, so like that was probably the only complaint and if that's the only complaint pretty good con would you recommend WonderCon for someone who's never been to a convention ever before as their first con to go to 
Yeah, I think that would be an acceptable one. It might be a little overwhelming, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, after a little bit, you'd get adjusted. Well, because I, I went to Comic-Con a few years ago, because uh, I'm claustrophobic in big crowds. Mm-hmm. And so I went on and a... And that is your place. I know. So I was yeah. like, I'll go on a Sunday when my friends was like, come and, you know, I'll walk you through it. We got into the convention. Well, I had friends that dropped me off, thank God. And then I went in and... I, w- I think I was there for about 20 minutes and it was like you said like I wanted to stop and look at stuff and you couldn't there was like no because I wanted to look at artwork and things like that and there was like no way like you had to like step 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 run step step <laughs> there was like no stopping but what I did enjoy was after like 30 minutes I was like okay I'm panicking get me the hell out of here she got me out of the convention center and we went down to one of the hotels and sat in like one of the patio bars. I got a margarita and just watched people. That's what I enjoyed. Yeah. I liked a Comic Con where you can w- day drink. Yes. I will say though, now that there's a lot of stuff outside the convention center. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I actually haven't been in the last couple of years and it's definitely harder now with um, the two Wii ones. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's easier to like, oh, look, there's this stuff downtown. We'll spend an hour. Yeah. It's free. I've done the Sweet. peripheral stuff the last couple of years. Last year was rough, man, because it was like it was damn near a hundred degrees, and there were just people everywhere. But I like I enjoy going down there and just looking at the cosplayers. I like just watching them. The, the other thing I like almost as much as watching, you know, people that you know are really enjoying themselves down there for that is the natives that don't realize what the hell oh is going on. <laughs> They're going down to the gas lamp to have a nice little lunch on a so Saturday. And then all of a sudden, there goes Iron Man yeah. and, you know, well, a bunch of zombies. One of my favorite Comic-Con stories was uh, three or four years ago, a good friend of ours sings in the group En Vogue. And En Vogue was playing with the symphony behind the convention center during, during Comic-Con. Comic-Con. And like, Who schedules of course, that it was absolutely crazy to get to the venue and to do all this stuff. And we we hung out with our friend afterwards and she was just like, yeah, she's like, I couldn't understand why it took like almost 30 minutes to, to get out to, to our hotel, which was in Mission Valley. And we're like, well, uh, there's Comic-Con going on. And she's like, what is that? Mm-hmm. So that was like the most loaded question. It took Amy and I 20 minutes to explain to her what it was and like why it was like that and how we got to this point. There's actually like a mental preparation you have to do when you're downtown as a cosplayer because the farther you get from the convention center, the more native it becomes and the Mm -hmm. less safe it is. Um, So it's like you can really like, you know, there's that blockade where they don't let people drive down Mm -hmm. and after that blockade, you're kind of in danger zone a little bit. Mm, Um, Because there's been a couple of times we've walked back to somebody's apartment or something and, you know, gotten harassed because we're in costumes or whatever. That kind of stuff. Um, So it's like you actually have to be aware of your the the streets and stuff and where you're headed. It's kind of a a weird, it's like a battle plan. I feel like I go to war Mm. when I prepare for (laughs) Comic-Con. And I've known some people that it's like, depending, uh, especially if they're not from San Diego or even if they are getting a place downtown, is they determine what they're going as with how close they're going to be. So like if they get in the downtown area, Mm -hmm. they can do a more elaborate cosplay. Whereas like, oh, they're Mission Valley or something. Oh, absolutely. Then it's like, um, I'm going as the dude, yeah. you know, <laughs> which well, I usually do every year. And I, you know, it, it, it is, it, it's painful for me to think about that because it fucking sucks that this, this is the world we live in sometimes. And, yeah. um, you know, and, and other friends of ours who are in the cosplay community have really started to address the subject of consent, yeah. the subject of, because, you know, it, it, it's got to suck 
being a woman who wants to cosplay as something and it's something, you know, maybe a little more revealing, maybe a little more something like, and that gives some douchebag the idea that he can just come over and do whatever. And I mean, like it, safety has to figure in. So is it like just travel in numbers and? Oh yeah, numbers. I mean, Definitely. it's pack. Yeah, like I, I'm sure some of the bigger cosplayers like have their own security. Um, usually if I go to a big convention, I'll mm -hmm. ask somebody to be my handler. It's a lot easier that way. I have yeah. somebody to hold my bags and, you know, do stuff for me. If I'm wearing gloves, I can't use my phone. Right. That kind of stuff. And it's nice just to have somebody like, hey, this guy is kind of bothering me. Can you make a buffer? And I'll head towards the bathroom or, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, so I usually go that route. But for, like, Comic-Con and stuff, if we're going to – if I'm going to cosplay, I usually like to do it in a group just yeah. because, one, it's way more fun going in a group of mm -hmm. all your friends all dressed up. And two, it is a safety in numbers kind of thing. It's like, oh, my friend's getting groped. Excuse me. I got to go punch somebody. I, seriously. Like, for <laughs> yeah. real. I Stop well, groping people. Well, I remember, right. I remember Again, a few years ago. Just keep your hands to yourselves. We've well, said this so many even, times down the season. beyond that, I remember a few years ago, um, I mean, I'm sure it still happens, but there were, you know, people that people would be lining up to take pictures with cosplayers and there would be people behind them just basically taking butt shots. Yeah, and Stop being I remember, like, I remember seeing someone that was counteracting it, not at all associated with the cosplayers, just random people that were also were following cosplayers around and taking pictures of those taking people taking <laughs> pictures of butts. They're doing God work, and then posting it and like, these people are perverts. Yeah, and that, yeah. you know, and so that way it's like, not only are you instead of just saying, and then I think they called them out too. There as well, but it's also like, and internet, look here, pervert. Mm -hmm. So, do the cons make some kind of concessions on that for safety, or is that something that is just kind of on the individual? I feel like cons are actually, from my experience, pretty good about like, hey, I'm being harassed by this person. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's kind of hard because, like, once you find security, it's like, where did that one dude go? Right. Yeah. He slunk back into He's the He's dressed shadows. as Deadpool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, fuck. Um, but it's like, you know, if a scenario happens, they're usually, you know, they don't want to have to deal with that. They don't want to have people yeah. being like, hey, they're letting this happen. You know, there's, you know, they put up um, signs about cosplay as consent and that kind of stuff. I feel like it's gotten better experience wise. Like, it's been a while since I've had a bad experience like that. Okay. Um, I'd say, you know, maybe a year. I mean, I haven't done cosplay as much this year as I'd like to, but it. I feel like it's been safer. But I mean, maybe just because I do <laughs> follow the pack mentality. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, and I think that's good. But I also think it's rather sad that she, we have to do that. that yeah. That's something Ugly. that has to be done. Well, because it's curtailing someone's fun. Yes, mm -hmm. definitely. Because of some asshole. <laughs> yep. Why the hell did you just point at me? <laughs> I, I gestured out the door, not to you, Joe. You're not some asshole. You're our asshole. All right, thank you. And a magnificent right. asshole at that. <laughs> wow. That, oh, no. Okay. That, that, okay. that took a left so, turn. I didn't like that. All right. No. Um, have you done any of the competitions? Um, I have done small things. I After I did pinup pageants, I was kind of over the competing mm -hmm. thing. Um, so I just kind of stuck with small things. Like if I went to an art show, I got um, like a judge's award at a Sailor Moon art show once nice. just because they liked my Sailor Venus and just awesome. like little things like that that are just fun. Like, oh, they're having a contest. Let's do it. Mm -hmm. But I don't really plan on masquerading or doing any of the big show stuff. Um, I just, I'm all about the fun. I don't mm -hmm. want any stress in my cosplay world. Well, and also, I, you're, you're one of the people that I have seen that also spends equal time behind the camera. I do. And I try to balance it. It's kind of hard, but. 
Yeah, and and I mean that's because I always say as an actor, I love working with directors who have been actors mm -hmm. because there's just a certain thing that they understand about that. And you know, what are what are some of the things that that you some of the techniques that you use as a model to help your models feel more at ease? Posing. I mean, I know mm -hmm. how to pose. I know how to you know if I'm explaining how their hand should feel when they pose. Mm -hmm. You know, I can be like, oh, well, you want a dainty finger, like you have long claws and you're trying to pet. Kitten. <laughs> you picture that kind of hand motion, and that's what I'm asking for. I think perfect. <laughs> well, and also there's, you know, I know, I know there's a lot of photographers out there. We've talked about that over the years. Some dudes who were were not so nice, and I think I it, it must it must be a selling point that you are a woman. It is, and that you have had that experience that that models feel safer with you. Yeah. Because sure. it's a big responsibility. There's a big difference between me and some other dude being like, hey, can I take a picture of you in my hotel room? Right. <laughs> right. Coming for me, it's like, oh, sweet. You know, yeah. <laughs> cool. Com yeah, Coming for me, it's like, uh, uh, You don't have a camera. <laughs> <laughs> or pants. <laughs> Ugh. And then it turns into that scene from Fame, and nobody oh, wants oh, that. Jesus. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, God. Oh my god, I didn't want to have to think about that. Too late. <laughs> I didn't know I didn't know that you were doing that much photography though. That's really cool mm -hmm. though. I've Gunslinger taken, and a half. I've taken a huge step back um mm -hmm. because you know photography's not my career anymore. Right. Um so I do it mainly for fun. So it's like if one of my makeup artist friends or somebody's like, Hey, I have a project, I have clients or whatever, I'm like, Yeah, cool, let's do it. So I don't shoot nearly as often, but I will take pictures at conventions because I like to um like cover them for like websites like I'll be covering DragCon for work.com in a couple weeks that kind of stuff so I mean it keeps me going on the photography front just so I don't you know get rusty and speaking of drag yes uh, I've noticed that uh, you you're you're doing a lot more uh, a lot more drag yourself I am oh. How, how'd that come about um I've always liked it mm -hmm. I've just started working on getting more comfortable with it um, once I started watching, there's some YouTube shows of drag king competitions mm -hmm. and stuff. I started watching those and I was like, oh, okay, this is stuff I can totally do. I don't need to feel weird about this at all. Mm -hmm. Like, I totally have the skill for this. You know, like, it was just this weird idea that it's like, uh, you're, you're going to look weird and lumpy as a dude. You know, like. <laughs> it never stopped uh, me. I was going to say, <laughs> like most yeah. dudes, yeah. look weird and lumpy. This is, this is kind of, you got like. Three weird lumpy dudes right here. Sweet. Can I borrow you guys' clothes? <laughs> oh, you know Depends what? Depends on the clothes. Durwood's clothes. Uh, not right though. now, Joe. Put your shirt on. <laughs> but Durwood does have no, a no, phenomenal no. wardrobe, so, you know. We'll talk later, actually. Okay. actually <laughs> but you cannot borrow thought, my the beard. The thought of that is actually intriguing, so oh. yeah, we'll talk later. Actually, I think yours isn't too shabby either. Right. I'm just saying, you have some good clothes. But yeah. if you want it, but you know, when you rock the beard, if you want to go hobo chic, Joe is your man. Joe is the one to go to for that. <laughs> I'm homo chic. Joe is hobo chic. Uh, sound engineer Joey has one of the greatest collection of lapel pins. Oh my uh, lord! It's true. It's true. I am so envious of his lapel pins. <laughs> so that's that's something you're going to be exploring more. Yeah. And that's yeah. I'm I'm really excited about it, and I've liked doing it with my cosplays. Mm -hmm. Doing a weird gender bent kind of awkward boner thing. It's kind of my, my theme, I guess. <laughs> um, my look is awkward boner. Wait, yes. wait, wait. Do you mean like it gives guys awkward boners or you give yourself an awkward boner? Oh, I always have an awkward boner. <laughs> I'm at half mass all day. D, all of the above. Well, uh, <laughs> it's more of 
like those guys that are like, oh, so hot as a chick, but wait, she's got a beard. Wait, mm-hmm. what am I? I can't control it. I've got a boner, and I don't know how I feel about it. <laughs> no, it's true. Well, and and because it's kind of interesting because we have a lot of people in my community who are obsessed with Drag Race, and they think that RuPaul invented drag eight years ago. Uh-huh. And, um, <laughs> you know, and, and like seriously, I, seriously. I and what, we all heard it. What drag has become now, as you see it on Drag Race, mm-hmm. is not what it started out as. It Now it's like, it's gimmicky, it's over the top, it's, you know, it's, it's not just performance artistry, it's how cartoonish can you be mm-hmm. as a personality. Mm-hmm. Whereas with Drag Kings, it tends to be the more traditional male impersonation rather than kind of like the more colorful side of it. Or is is that your experience seeing it? Because that's how it looks from where um, I'm sitting. I would say like anything, it's a spectrum. Mm-hmm. There are some very straight up just look like guys, drag kings. There are others that do the more artsy, mm-hmm. um, more club kid. You know, like there's a lot of different, just like drag queens, there's there's different flavors. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing is, like, dudes are a little less flashy in nature. You know, like, girls are always very, you know, made up, yeah. makeup, all that. And so it's, there's um, kind of a glamour yeah. that mm. I initially felt was going to be absent, and I didn't know how to exaggerate and how to kind of fluff it up. Right. And then as I started watching these videos, I realized it's actually just as creative and fun and out there. And there are some drag kings that do glitter beards and fun paint That's faces. so upsetting to me. All stuff. You know, like, glitter makes me anxious. I said. <laughs> <laughs> That's reasonable. It gets uh-huh. fucking everywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I, I think that it's, it just is equally amazing and awesome and honestly probably more similar than you think mm-hmm. but also very different um i feel and there's like, a performance aspect yeah, too there's, like there's, yeah there's a performance aspect to it wow. and it's i don't know it i don't feel like they're really that different i feel like maybe um because of the show queen's got a lot of spotlight on them mm-hmm. and the direction it's taken is different but I mean, at its base, it's I I feel it's like it's very similar. But well, I mean, I feel there like might people, be people think, that feel very differently. I think people think drag to be a drag queen is harder for women for guys to do to go into to be females to wear the heels and that. I think they think it's harder, mm-hmm. so it gets more attention. Where I think it's they're both equally difficult. Yeah, and I mean, this is obviously me coming to it as a fluffy lady. Um, <laughs> I think it's actually. hard harder just because with guys you pad you right, add right. boobs you add hips you add things with girls you know we can't naturally get that narrow hip right. without binding and binding only goes so far yeah and so i feel like you then have to kind of work it like there's certain techniques to pushing your breast into armpits and then uh like contouring to make it look like chest. I had no idea. Oh yeah, there, there's so many <laughs> Derwood looks tricks. so concerned right um, now. It, there, there's a lot of really cool stuff, very much like tucking. Um, yeah. So it's like you can add on to kind of change your shape, but I feel like um, my problem, at least, is I have huge hips, and it's very hard for me to wear men's pants mm-hmm. at a comfortable yeah. place, Yeah. because where do you it's put them? Yeah, it's yeah. just this weird, awkward thing, and then I start feeling lumpy. I, I oddly have the same problem. <laughs> <laughs> like the vaccine that Volkswagen. But I mean, you know, ladies that are naturally more slender might not have that part mm-hmm. of the time. You know, it's 
It's a person by person yeah. thing. Well, and also, you know, finding out how that works for you because there yeah. are drag queens of all shapes and sizes too. Exactly. And right. you yeah. know, um, yeah, it's it's cool. I'm I, I'm looking forward to when more of a spotlight is on that mm-hmm. um, because I mean, no no shade to Drag Race, it's very gimmicky. It is, and I think there's a there's a whole generation of queens now that think they have to be that. Yeah. They have to look like a disco clown. They have to be over the top. They have to be a stand-up comedian. They have to be. And, mm-hmm. you know, and like a lot of those elements play in, but seriously, young gays, watch Paris is Burning <laughs> with your friends. Yeah, because that's... Say, I'm sorry, you said... You said disco clown. <laughs> now, I'm imagining little people in bell bottoms, little people in bell bottoms hiding in barrels and on showing dance off floors. And running. I think you've like. I'm just saying, somebody trips on a partner dance. It's just sliding around the floor. You get a little person jumping out of a barrel wearing a laser suit. With his face painted, it was kind of clearing off the dance floor. It's a disco clown. This is such a clear thought. Oh my lord! Um, is his barrel rhinestone? Yeah, of course. Obviously. It's a well, disco obviously. clown. Well, and then they, oh. and then and then they come out. Then a bunch of them keep coming out of like a rhin, like a, a disco ball, like Volkswagen oh, bug. Exactly. How did we get here? I don't know. You, I blame you. Uh, yeah, probably. That sounds oh, like oh, and a mommy today. Love each other. How is that got your guys is not like your how did we get here? <laughs> we say that a lot on this show. Um, one of the other things I wanted to bring up that uh, some of us do, and it kind of skirts cosplay a little bit, is bounding. <sighs> I thought this might come up. <laughs> for me, for me, uh, they're not the same. No, I didn't say that. Um, Agreed. Could almost be a gateway drug. I was going to uh, say. Agreed also. Bounding is the... Skirting laws that you cannot right. dress at uh, being an adult dressing up uh, as a character. Well, so, explain what Disney and bounding is. That's how it started. For, for those unaware, Disney bounding, uh, when you go to a Disney park, adults are not allowed to dress in costumes. So except the, way, the Halloween party. Except for the Halloween party. But the way that people have found to skirt this, no pun intended, is you can dress in a certain manner where you, you wear a color block or a color story that makes it clear you are dressed as a certain character. If you wear black, white, yellow, and red, you are Mickey. If yes. you wear, you know, blue and yellow and red and white, well, you are Donald Duck. That, not, that sort of thing. But not just the colors. You've got to get the blocking of right, it right. The, the proportions and stuff like right. that. Now, for me, it's not the same because, uh, as Caddy said earlier, with cosplay, the rules are there's kind of no rules. I am snobbish as oh fuck when it comes to Disney bounding. We are haters. I'm, I'm impossible. <laughs> I, I actually think that's reasonable because you're doing something very simplified, and yeah. if you can't do it right, why are you yeah. doing it at all? There's a Thank lot you. that I've seen that was like, uh, you're straight up in costume. Well, yeah. That's, yeah. That, yeah. We'll, we'll be walking around on Dapper Day, and, and Anthony will, somebody Just, will pass us, and he'll go, nice costume, bro. Cool costume, every, bro. Cool costume, every bro. Every five seconds. Cool costume, bro. I'm a dick. He is. He is. Well, yeah. But deservedly so, because those people are straight up in costume. Yeah. yeah. But there is a big, there is a growing community of Disney bounders yes. now. Yes. And I enjoy it. I think it's fun. I mean, it's it's always fun to watch and it's always fun to spot. And, you know, it's it's great when when people do it and, and they have fun with it. And Lord knows we've done it enough times. And, yes. uh, you know, uh, to love, me, not the same thing. But. Yeah. I love trying to guess people's bounds and never being able to do it because I'm an idiot. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, we've got friends that... 
that cosplay brilliantly, and I don't know a clue what there's. I mean, I respect it. I don't get it. But I, I'm like, I don't know what you're supposed to be, but I know you fucking nailed it, yeah. Kim and Jeremy. Yes. I know you nailed it. <laughs> I know you did the damn thing. I just don't know what that thing is. <laughs> I like that Kim would just be like, I, I just put clothes on this morning. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? She'd fucking nail it. Yep. Yep. Anyway. But no, I, I I wanted to bring that up because I do think there is a growing community of bounding out there now. But I do agree with you. There are more of a clear set of rules for bounding mm. than there are... Certainly just, with our group. Just oh my gotta God. Be, you just are, you are You are insufferable. My so. friends actually, like, they panic when I invite them for group trips to Disneyland to bound. We're going to do a group round. They're like, Anthony's going to judge us if I, if I get this wrong. And what they don't understand is I'm going to judge them regardless. It's true. So right? it's true. You're just mean. That's all I'm trying to point out. That's all I'm saying. Just kidding. My friends are wonderful and I love all of them. Although... All of them? All of them. Yes. We do. Why would you call us friends? I will tell you, though, we did go to the Mickey Halloween party and uh, the adults did get to dress up in costumes. Mm. And some of the costumes were amazing. Oh, they went hard. They went hard. Amazing. There was a guy there the last time we went that did a full-on Oogie Boogie Oh my god! And then there was another the guy, the which we we loved for the the spectacular visual and respected for the absolute agony he must have been because experiencing. Because it was like burlap sucks. Yeah, yeah. it was no, like well, you know, <laughs> but it was also like ninety degrees that day. Yeah, I know. I understand. Joe I knows because he was raised in a bag of Idaho russets. <laughs> Ah, the true Irishman in me. Mm-hmm. But I will tell you, at the Halloween party, I respect the hell out of the costumes, and I know adults get excited, but oh my god, there were so many women there in the, like, slutty Snow White costumes, and the slutty, like, oh. like the Party City, like, yeah. The low-rent whore Party City <laughs> costume, and you're like, hey, oh. dress, dress like a whore if you want to, I ain't judging you. But do you have to get your costume at Party City? Yeah, that's my only thing. <laughs> like, if you're going to do... I've got many a supply at Party City. No, but if you're going to do the sexy Snow White or sexy Cinderella, do it right. That's all I'm asking. Yeah. That's yeah. all I'm asking for. Party City ain't right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, if you're in junior high school and you want to be a slutty Snow White, all right, you go to Party City, I get it. And I did. <laughs> <laughs> And that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> well, and, you know, like, because, I mean, once you, you leave cosplay and you go into straight-up costumes, I mean, it, re- it reminds me of one Halloween years ago I saw trick-or-treaters and there was a little girl dressed as Elsa because every little girl was dressed as Elsa that year. It was weird. It was 2009. Right? <laughs> and and her mom was with her, and her mom was a, was a cosplayer, like, guaranteed, like, the shit was on point, head-to-toe, Perfect, and I couldn't decide if that was adorable or the mom was kind of an asshole for one up on her kid. <laughs> <laughs> she was also Elsa. Yes, oh, okay, like yeah. a letter perfect Elsa. Oh no, she's a bitch. Wait, yeah, that is kind of a dick move. Like that... with our so, family, we do like um, a family costume, and, and, you, and it's goddamn cutest and thing. And it's, yeah, it's harder no, it's now really because nice. Lily usually dictates it now, and now this year we're kind of worried because. Rose has many opinions as well. Uh-huh. I can't wait till you four so, the Beatles. Y'all gonna be dressed as Victorian BB-8s. Oh, I think we're I think we're doing Nightmare this year. Yep, that's nice. what Lily wants Ooh, to do. Can y'all be so. boys to men one year? There's uh, only three of them now, but there were four. So I'm saying you could be boys to men circa 1992. I don't think it'd be right for them to do blackface or would. They don't have to be in blackface. They just wear matching chucks. So. <laughs> Costume, you weirdo! Of all the identifiable costume pieces of boys to men, so you you're gonna have matching chucks. So basically, you're gonna you're, you're people are totally gonna identify the four pasty white people with reddish blonde hair, three being girls, 
wearing matching chucks, and that's the only identifying marker, they're going to be... Your boys to men. Once you harmonize, people will get it. Motown Philly cream cheese. Uh, you've heard me <laughs> sing. You sing, you sing like a fallen angel. Yeah, that as it's That's hitting the ground and going like splat. We have way is death by Joe falling on people. Keep coming up this week. <laughs> I don't know, but it's kind of funny. Um, we have a time for a few more questions. What has been your favorite? Like, if out of everything you've caused, like that one, that's my favorite. The one you hope to be remembered is. for. Oh god. No, not even that. Just that one's my favorite. Pam. Yes. I love. I was hoping you'd say that you're Pam. Oh <laughs> my lord. Archer, for those of you who don't know. <laughs> You showed me that picture, and I was just like, this is goddamn you got, perfect. You got merch for that that was so popular. Like, on your website, there's I merch. I do. I do have merch for that. It's fucking awesome. It was oh, perfection. <laughs> has, now, has there been one where you got all dressed up, and you're like, well, this was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Every morning. Or learning experience. <laughs> Every day you're not cosplaying. Um, actually, this past Halloween, I tried to do a Bride of Chucky, and I didn't have really the direction for my makeup. And so when I did it, I was like, oh, this looks terrible. And I took it off. But I took a picture. And then a week later, I was like, I'm going to retry that with a little bit more gumption and my own yeah. you know, view. And it looked fucking amazing and See? so I was like alright we're trust gonna trust your instincts yeah you gotta do you you gotta do you has anyone ever like told you oh you should totally do this character oh god I'm sure um yeah there's a couple that people have asked me to do people really want me to do squirrel girl I don't know that I don't know what that is it, it's a, it, yeah no I know but it's like I, I mean I don't like doing characters if they're not something I'm passionate about so it's like I'm not gonna just do it for the jerk factor it's cool if it has the jerk factor attached to it jerk factor we, means willingness to masturbate to it yes, yes. Okay. Oh. What, is, what is this squirrel girl I don't know this let's find out okay. you guys talk about that while I google it he's, he's gonna look it up so, a picture because okay. I want to see what it is now please tell me it's not some kind of infection wait wait okay so <laughs> don't look up blue waffle so not just for the jerk factor but if there happens to be a jerk factor and you're passionate about it that's like it's a cherry on top yeah. gotcha okay. Okay. you know okay. what oh marvel universe okay. okay i can i can actually see you as that yeah yeah there's but a it, couple of cosplay people have but, asked me to do but but you know if you it, again that that was another thing i was going to ask you like when you decide on a character is it do you look at the characters is it characters that you personally like or did you just see a picture or sometimes you see a picture of a character and you don't really know that much about it but you're like oh I really want to try to do that costume usually it's a character I like I'm kind of one of my personal cosplay rules is I don't cosplay anything I'm not familiar with I'm not uh, gonna put a costume on of a character I have know nothing about and I can tell you right now Squirrel Girl's permanently off the table because John Barrowman did it oh yeah that, that's yeah. awesome yeah. he did no. yeah yeah. Um, so it's just, you know, sometimes I'll see something and be like, oh, that looks amazing. I want to make that into a costume. And I will go and I will watch whatever this character's in. Okay. And then if I like them, I'll go ahead and continue. And then I also do a mental breakdown of like how much it would cost me, what work would go into <laughs> mm-hmm. it, you know, piece yeah. by piece. And if it's something that I'm like, this is doable, let's do it. What would you say is the ratio to stuff you build rather than stuff you buy? Uh, just based on my setup right now, I don't have a lot of space to build. Otherwise, mm-hmm. I would be doing some pretty sick stuff. Nice. Um, so most of it, I would say a good 75 to 80% is buying it and modifying it. So what is a what is a good resource to someone who's looking to get into this? Surprisingly, Amazon and eBay. Okay. 
Uh, it's always great to go on forums and see if any cosplayers are selling their old costumes. That's a great way to start oh. kind of a complete thing. Oh. That's a good idea. Um, but I love piecing stuff together from eBay because you can find fucking anything on that site. <laughs> <laughs> you have to sift through a lot of shit. But you but can find you, a gem. If you've got a mind to, you'll find it. Yes, if you're determined. And that also dictates if I'm going to complete a cosplay. If mm -hmm. I'm like, well, I really can't find something that's right and I want it to be right. I fuck agree it. on that. I'll put it on the back burner. No, I I, I would agree with that. I, because... I think all of us, you know, we've done theater and things like that. If something's not ready, I don't want to put it out there. Right. Yeah. 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 I mean, I'm sure you feel a responsibility about that, yeah, too. Yeah, for sure. I'm like, oh, am I actually going to go outside with this? <laughs> <laughs> Are other people going to see me? Yeah. Like, do they notice that my cape is not hemmed? Or is Somebody it, ju is it just Blink who's going to see this? Yeah. <laughs> do I just take some pictures at my house and then I take it all off and pretend I went somewhere? Mm. <laughs> oh, shit. I never even thought of that. Oh, oh mind blown. No, I'm just... No, look, sometimes I can't make it to every Dapper Day at Disneyland. I know. Yeah, so I'm just saying, maybe I just... I get in my bound and I take pictures outside where it looks like that it could be on the tram. You know what? That's fine, and we don't judge. We do. <laughs> Bullshit. Oh, my God. We just spent, like, the last 20 minutes talking about how you judge people. I know, but I didn't want to make them feel bad. Although, as long as you weren't, like, cool costume, bro, he'd probably be fine oh, with yeah. it. I mean, you know, don't show up at my house in fucking ears and a tail and call it a bound. I'm like, dude, come on. Really bothers you, doesn't it? And my mouse. So much. Yeah. So much. It bothers me so, to unreasonable so, degrees. So much. You know what? Look, it's not, if you, look, if you're wearing a costume, no big deal. Just don't say you're bounding. You're in a costume, and that's fine. If you want to be in a costume, that's cool. And, Just know, don't say you're bounding. But we're such dicks about it, and like we at least we fully acknowledge that we are absolutely no one to be throwing shade because we are not the keepers of the Disney bound, and we don't make these kinds of rules. What the hell you say? We're well, not. I mean, no, I've been on some of those sites. There are some people who really do it up. I mean, just well, yeah. to a spectacular. I, I really do admire some of the craftsmanship that goes into mm -hmm. some of these things, it's, and with cosplay you, too. You've seen my bounds, though, right? Yeah, it's lovely. Thank you. But like, I, I, because my mother, horrible person that she is, mm. the one good thing that she was good at was costume design and Starving sewing. You. Like, if <laughs> here's a, yeah, if if I had wanted to get into cosplay, I could have like, I want to be this mom, and she'd go, okay, go pick out the material, and like two days later, it'd be like this fully formed costume. Mm. Like, okay. yeah. So I appreciate the kind of workmanship that goes into those things. It's not easy. Oh no no, the carpool is work. well earned. Yeah, right? Yeah. Because it's a lot of sewing, especially if you're going to put together something that's very elaborate or very mm -hmm. detailed. Like you, mm -hmm. depending on how elaborate you want to get with it and how stick to the book you want to go with it, like you could end up spending months on a costume to go to one of these conventions. Oh, I'm sure. sure. What's the longest you you spent putting something together? I am really good at procrastination. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh you're, co you're committed to your art, the art of procrastination. Um, there are costumes that I started in oh, 2012 that are still in pieces in my closet right now mm -hmm. that I've just never picked back up. Um, <laughs> Obviously, it wasn't meant to be. You weren't passionate yeah, about it. Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, if, if my heart was in it, it would be in it. But it's not. Um, so I guess the longest... I'm like, I don't know, it's hard because I'm always working on them. Like yeah. with my Scarlet Witch, I'm always like, oh, I could use a new corset for this. Mm -hmm. Upgrade the corset. And that's a great way of building a costume too because mm -hmm. you can start off with, you could do a Party City costume and then 
oh, well, this paycheck, I'm going to buy new gloves, you know? Okay. And slowly yeah. replace the cheap bits into something better. And then as you cycle through, do it again and again until you have something, you know, a masterpiece. Because it, it's hard to just do it all at once sometimes. Yeah. That's a good, yeah. yeah that's. Well, I remember with um, my Wonka, like, my first jacket. Is that a euphemism? Yes. <laughs> was actually a bluish jacket and it had this like floral print lining that I used for the vest and now I actually have a purple jacket but it's like not even an accurate purple but people still recognize it so I'm like yeah it's fun it's the, it's the top hat that sells it with your which Wonka. is a yep. party city top hat <laughs> that um, someone I can't remember who one of my many talented friends made a got brown fabric and lining and like made a cover for it. So it's I'm, not even a real top because I can't afford a freaking... Well, and that, that goes back to the modifying yeah. thing. That's, yeah. you know... Yeah. I don't want to make people think that I'm disparaging Party City. Party <laughs> City is a great place <laughs> to get paper plates and cups. Oh, my Lord. Um, yeah. and I wasn't bullshitting. You can get them in so many different colors. And different colored M&Ms. <laughs> yep. Glow sticks. Glow sticks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, would, I think they have candy too. Uh, also, uh, it's really hard. It, if you need like a, a fake sword, I, I, I'm yeah. Mylar balloons. Mylar balloons can. Look, <laughs> and they're not even you know a sponsor. They should be a sponsor of our show. Party City. Not sponsor. the way not that talking shit about them. They're they're seventy five percent of the people that talk on this podcast every week. <laughs> yeah. I love Party City. <laughs> pretty pretty <laughs> much at this point, Durwood. we've disparaged so many organizations and companies. The only people who would pay is like the Pennsylvania Dutch if they had a company. <laughs> Ooh, the could, Amish would sponsor Durwood, us. They could pay us an apple butter. Oh, shit. Oh, yes. Yeah. I do like apple butter. I'll bathe in apple butter. Mm. <laughs> Any kind I of cosplay lick that where I could just off. slather myself in apple butter you can think of? Um, you could do... You could be a brony as Applejack. The... Wow. The deaf naked guy from, like, Family Guy that's all dirty oh, and greasy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and nobody can catch him because yeah. they slathered him. Joe, we didn't even talk about bronies. Do they dress up? Why are you looking at me? Because <laughs> you have the computer. You could look it up. Do not Google brony. Google it. Image search, safe search off, brony. <laughs> I'm like 90% positive there's a place in the universe where bronies and furries meet. In oh, we did talk about furries. Either. And, and I'm pretty sure that place is, is, a, is a public bathroom. You know what? It's, oh, no, they do. It's fine. It's fine. I Googled it. We're good. Oh, some of them are cute. Oh, dear God. These seem like perfectly... Okay, I don't know what's going on with that. No, Is that's I... a, that's a furry. Okay. That's a furry. <laughs> no, that's a Again, furry. Again, no shade. I'm not disparaging anybody who likes to have sex in the public bathroom. I mean, trust me, I know what that's like. Durwood. Huh? You know I was, what? I was having a private conversation Some of here. these are cute. Some I of them are cute. I fell asleep in a private bathroom once. <laughs> the hell? <laughs> Did you say a private bathroom or a pirate bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> it did because so either way, I'm sure it's a good Yarr. story. Yes, a private pirate bathroom. No, it was. I was drunk at a bar and I fell asleep. Yar, there be a <laughs> scarlet witch up in this bathroom. <laughs> you know what? No, it was a public bathroom because it was Sabat. Oh my god! And you fell asleep there? Yeah, I well, only woke up because they turned the lights she's on. She's so goth. Oh I hope god. you boiled yourself in water after that. <laughs> All right. I used one of the tissue seat cover things. Anthony, I'm getting else? lost in a brony wormhole yeah, on Google. Stop. So I'm gonna you stop. close that you now. Stop. All right. Is there anything else? Where are we at? Well, I mean, uh, you yeah. know, what's in the future for you? <laughs> what do you What do you want to be when you grow up? <laughs> <laughs> a fireman. I think um, you could do it with a lovely beard. <laughs> a hot EMT. Straight up, though. But make sure it's not flammable what, stuff here. What is like... Oh, that's a good point. 
what is like your druthers no holds barred money is not an op, op, object what would you most like the cosplay as oh man what would be like the dream upper echelon Probably, um, maybe like a character from Vampire Hunter D. Oh. They have a lot of really ornate costumes, and I would love to have like just this ginormous wig and mm. poofy dress thing. Um, there's a character, Camilla, I think, in um, Bloodlust. Gonzo's Lust. girlfriend. She's got these giant boobs and this huge like V-neck. Like corset top dress thing. Derwood, put that away. And uh, I'm, I'm uh, yeah, go on, please. <laughs> um, the support I would need for that much like showing would have to be a very well made corset, and that's very expensive. And between and with yeah. all the binding, your boobs have suffered enough. It's true, my poor titties. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, that, and that's and that's sometimes the interesting thing when it comes to accuracy. It's like especially when it gets to, you know, either anime or comic book accuracy, that shit defies the laws of physics. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yes. So, yes. you know, be like, that's not screen, that's not comic accurate. It's like, nothing human mm-hmm. can be accurate. Oh, no, I, I learned that a long time ago as a, as a sketch artist because when you're drawing people and you're looking like comic book characters, some commission works people have gotten from me, like, I look at some of these women and I'm like, no, no, <laughs> that is not human. That does yeah. not work like yeah. that. Those things are not supported by that. And yeah, it's almost like you have to build yourself some boobs to go with your costume. <laughs> there are some animes where there's there's some great tutorials on how to make uh, fake realistic boobs for like an under under bra kind of boobage. And yet, no one in and Hollywood <laughs> seems to have watched it. <laughs> <laughs> and it you could for some animes you really gotta have big. Unnatural, snap your spine if real, <laughs> and sometimes you do gotta get some prosthetics going the on. Spine there. snappers. I think that's my favorite mm. thing is uh, not binding and wearing a beard. So being that in between, mm-hmm. my dude mm-hmm. and my lady. Right. I know? mean, because to have a beard and big boobs. Well, Joe, tell us about it. <laughs> I, well, it's kind of nice. I mean, I don't say they're big boobs. They're they're they're, they're nice. nice. They're, they're nice. nice. They're good. Be. They work for they're me. They're good. Be. God, keep your hand again. Keep your hands to yourselves. Talk about awkward boner and I, right and, there. And and if there's nothing awkward about it, um, we're all very, and they're bearded very boobs too. Oh God! Right now. Oh jeez. Okay. Well, that, my pants are so. Any, I was gonna say any closing thoughts on this. Katie has motorboated those before. Uh, uh, not against your. Well, well but. let's 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 not go back into weird Rocky Mount. Right? Yeah, no, yeah. that's a whole other show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I'm good. I, you know, we've talked about Joe's boobs, and uh, yeah, I think and Caddy's boobs and, and Derwood's boobs, an hour well spent, and apple butter. So you know, oh man, there wasn't a single dick joke. We still got time. Give us one. We've put her on the spot now. Dicks, dicks, dicks. <laughs> 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 we laughed. We all should laughed. I, should I do a dance? It's the name of my biography. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Those of you at home that could not see via the audio podcast, the dance <laughs> that just did. If you liked what you heard here, you can get a taste of our funny every day on Twitter. You can add us at Pop Culture House, or you can follow me, Anthony Donovan, at Daboy, D-A-B-O-Y. I'm at Reggie Swing. Crazed Dr. Scott. I don't know what my Twitter is. I gotta start it. Again. I don't. You can also follow us on Facebook, and if you want to learn more about Caddy and her work, 
You can find me under the username Sailor's Mouth on just about anything. Okay. Ah. Fantastic. Thank you so much for joining Yay. us today. Thank you so much Yay. for having Yay. me. We love you, and we are so happy that we we're finally and able I to get you, you on the show. Yay. All right. We want to thank sound engineer Joey and everybody Woo. at Community in Hillcrest. Please consider visiting our Patreon page for the House oh, of Pop Culture. Give us the money. good shit. Become a patron. There are different levels of membership, and you can get access to all kinds of really, really cool stuff that you freeloaders won't hear. So please, and for those of you who have become patrons and have given to our page, thank you so, thank you. so, so, you. so much. At the end of the season, I promise we'll be giving those people at that particular tier a big shout out. But we want to thank you guys uh, for Derwin, listening. Thank the nice patrons. Thank you very much. We'll see you next time. Bye. Peace. Peace. Peace.